2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
7: everything.
3: Hello and welcome. It's our number four, our number four of the Maller Show podcast, a football hour. One of these contrived NFL controversies, which is a pet peeve of mine. It involves the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, apparently the Raiders after beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead took an extra victory lap before they exited stage right to go to the airport to get out of Kansas City, and Andy Reid brought it up. He was asked about it. He brought it up a couple times on his own. So should the Raiders regret giving the dreaded bulletin board material to the Chiefs? I'll tell you why this is a bullcrap story. We have audio of Andy Reid, audio of John Gruden. It's coming your way here in hour number four. A transportation violation. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond. Spreading the gospel on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live inside the magic radio box, also known as the Geico FSR. Studios, and so our NFL lead does not come from the Monday night game. We talked about that earlier. The Vikings get a win in Chicago. Nick Foles hurt at the end of that game. The Bears are free falling, free falling. And the Minnesota Vikings, they've won three games in a row. They got three cupcakes lined up. So the Vikings are crawling their way back in the NFC playoff race. You got two teams that are sneaking around. You want one in the AFC, the Patriots who've won a couple games, and you see a path, although not a great path because the AFC's got more good teams, but then you see the Vikings, and it's a much easier avenue for the Vikings in the NFC. Uh, so we talked about that earlier. But our NFL lead does come from the West, but not the NFC West, the AFC West, where the Raiders right, and the Chiefs are set for a rematch Sunday night, Sunday night football, and there's controversy a bit of controversy surrounding this game. If you heard about this or not, maybe not. I've been watching all these basketball trades and paying attention to other things. So if you missed it, Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs, he was asked a question about something the Raiders did back on October 11th. That was the day that the Raiders went into Arrowhead Stadium and punched The Chiefs, right between the eyes, there, right in the nose, the schnozola, and the Raiders walked out with a 40 to 32 win in that game. And so Andy Reid was asked about the Raider team buses as they were leaving the stadium. They circled Arrowhead in a victory lap formation to celebrate the Raiders' win. Uh, back in October. So rather than me tell you what Andy Reid said, uh, let's go to the audio tape as Warner Wolf would say. Here's Andy Reid asked about the victory lap of the Raiders.
8: Listen, they won the game, so they, they can do anything they, they want to do. Uh, uh, they end up winning the game. That's no, not our style, but we'll, we'll get ourselves back, ready to play, and that's where we're at. Shots fired.
3: See, that's not our style. We're classy. We're Kansas City. We do things the right way, not the Raider way. All right, now later on. See, that was Andy Reid asked about this. Now later on, Andy Reid, uh, he was asked to give his thoughts on a rematch, and he brought up, Andy Reid, on this soundbite. he brought up on his own, again,
8: the buses. Listen. I haven't. Um, I think they have, um, or they wouldn't have driven the bus around the stadium. So, But that, you know, we... Um, you know, we we don't. We just try to get ourselves ready for for the for that team. It doesn't matter if you play them once, twice. Uh, we just get ready to play them the best we possibly can. All
3: right. So that was Reed being asked about the mindset of a rematch, and he said uh, they probably care. We don't care. You know. All, all right. So uh, then you you've got the rebuttal. So pretty much what happens here it's a, it's a game of gotcha. The media loves to play gotcha. And so John Gruden then had his news conference later in Vegas. And he was asked about all the hullabaloo and what Andy Reid had to say. And, well, here's Gruden asked if he's worried about bulletin board material.
8: Not really. I mean, you can find a smart Alec bus driver in Kansas City who made some snide comments when we got on the bus. Maybe that's why we drove around the stadiums to tick him off. You know, this is ridiculous. Next question.
3: All right, John Gruden getting a little it's testy there. So let us discuss now. This is classic bulletin board material. All right. And the Chiefs. So the question, will the Raiders have to pay a price this weekend via the bulletin board material because of their victory lap around Arrowhead? Uh, I'm going to go... No. I'm going to go no on this. Now, the Raiders could lose this game by 1,000 points, but it's not going to be because of the buses driving around Arrowhead Stadium. I've got Ralph Waldo Emerson, Hamburger Helper, and Sibling, and we will put all these things together. Now, to lead off with the Raiders, there's no need to apologize. It sounded like, and I watched a little bit of John Gruden's news conference. It was like, well, shouldn't you apologize for this? Listen, I have no skin in the game. Not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Raiders fan. Las Vegas doing a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium does not rise up to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors in my book. In fact, how would most of the players on the Chiefs or all of the chi- the players on the Chiefs even know about it unless somebody told them about it? Right? I understand that pearl clutching is in vogue in 2020, and these over the top reactions are big. That's what we have here. We have, oh, I'm so shocked by that. I can't believe It's all this fake faux outrage, and you get a bunch of you know tough guys on social media. I'm offended. I am bothered by this. Stop. But when you take a step back, the, the Raiders, by taking a victory lap, which John Gruden did not deny. He blamed the bus driver more on that in a minute. But the Raiders going round and round the stadium, as they apparently did at Arrowhead, that is actually... A sign of respect. That is genuflecting to the Super Bowl champs. That is taking a knee in and showing, hey, you're better than us. The Raiders were so excited that they had a defining win in the regular season. They actually beat a good team. They showed a tremendous amount of respect to the Chiefs franchise. Why? I mean, nobody is taking a victory lap when they beat the Jets or the Jags. It doesn't happen. I, oh, well we we beat Jacksonville, so let's take a trip around the stadium to celebrate. No, but Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes is the gold standard. And for one day in October, Vegas got to slay the dragon. Right? They, they were following the teachings of the great poet Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's a quote that's been repackaged. It's not the destination, it's the journey. All right, so the Raiders stopped, and they smelled the roses a little bit. Big win for them. And then they were moving on with their season. Now furthermore, let's go to the Kansas City side. Andy Reid. Now Andy Reid and John Gruden have a past. It's possible that they're just busting each other's balls, that Andy Reid thought this is a good way to needle uh, John Gruden. He was asked about it, after all. He originally did not bring this up at his own, on his own. Then later on he brought it up. But I'm worried about Andy. You know, Andy's lost some weight here, but he he was reaching so hard. I'm worried he's going to pull some kind of muscle. The few muscles he has left. You talk about grasping at straws, right? If this is a motivational ploy, you disrespected us. You know, it's like uh, cue the Queen of Soul. R e s p e c t. Yeah, you know, get Aretha Franklin. The the, uh, the memory of Aretha Franklin here. The the bus victory lap story has also taken a life of its own on because the flag is up, and we are off to the races. Now, it began with just a simple you know, nugget on social media, and now, now it's it's gone off the rails here. Right? It's being examined frame by frame. Uh, and I, I told a buddy of mine that this is the hamburger helper type of story for talk radio. It's perfect. If you are a re- reactionary loudmouth gas bag, if you believe in gas baggery, This is your story. Just add water, add a little meat, and and you're piping hot sports radio controversy. And we had an unexpected left turn. My guy Bob Fesco, he hosts the morning show on the home of the Ben Maller Show in Kansas City, 6'10 Sports. So Bob, I I was asking him about this, and we were going back and forth, and I think he's going to win the Pulitzer Prize for excellence in journalism because he contacted the bus company He called the bus company that did the bus tour for the Raiders, and John Gruden said, can we play the Gruden soundbite again here? Listen to what Gruden said. He got very upset, and he totally tossed the bus driver under his own bus.
8: Not really. I mean, you can find a smart-aleck bus driver in Kansas City who made some snide comments when we got on the bus. Maybe that's why we drove around the stadiums to tick him off. You know, this is ridiculous. Next question.
3: <laughs> the uh, the, you know, the the bus driver that went rogue, right? So my guy Bob called up the bus company. The bus company then informed him they had no idea what John Gruden was talking about. Uh, now that could be that they are just deflecting. Uh, it could be that John Gruden, you know, he's, he felt like I gotta have, I gotta blame somebody, so I'll blame the bus driver. They're not gonna be able to track down the bus driver. It's a chartered bus. How are they going to be able to track down the bus driver? But someone is being economical with the truth. Clearly, judging by John Gruden's reaction and how annoyed he was, I'm going to go with Gruden. This is an inconvenience based on uh, protest a wee bit too much, the anger of John Gruden that he was the one selling banana oil on this one. All right, last thing here. So not to be a party pooper. All right, but I have never been the guy. My career would be much easier, and I'd have much easier layup line radio. I've never been the guy that bought into the bulletin board material all that much at all. Very rarely, with once in a blue moon, do I say, "Oh, this is something." This is certainly not anything. I know it's the the battle cry of sports radio. Oh, I can't believe so and so said this. But I think that stuff does work in high school football, and to a degree in college football. Like you're playing at. You know Auburn and or Alabama or somewhere like that, or Michigan, some some school that has a tradition, and that stuff matters. But by the time you get to the professional ranks, I believe these guys are so jaded and they're so cynical and they're so locked in their ways that it goes in one ear and out the other. That bulletin board material, the only purpose it serves is to rile up the fan base, to excite the fan base, and that's about it. This idea that the Chiefs were going to sleepwalk against the Raiders and not show up in Vegas and go out and play the slot machines all night, it's a farcical idea, right? Because uh, the Raider buses were doing donuts in the parking lot. They're not going to play hard, the Chiefs? Come on. But now they will play hard because of that? Uh, I put bulletin board material. In the sibling of other sports media jargon like playoff experience, locker room chemistry, savvy veterans, championship pedigree, none of these things have a tangible impact on the outcome of games. They are just things used to expand stories to fill time. There are three rings in the uh, the the life that are, are are three things rather not rings. There are three. There might be three rings if you play with certain people. But there's three things in life that are that are all but guaranteed. You've got death, taxes, and Andy Reid beating the Raiders. And this the the Chiefs since he took over in 2015, Kansas City has an 800 winning percentage against the Raiders. They're 12 and three. Yeah, and I believe four of the past five years. The Chiefs have had the bye week prior to playing the Raiders, and Andy Reid in his career coming off the bye is 18-3, going back to his days in Philadelphia. He's got an 8.57 winning percentage, so the Chiefs under Andy Reid, it has been no contest. They have owned the Raiders, and this was a rare exception, a rare and appropriate reaction by the Raiders. To celebrate, and at the same time, when you think about it, showing a tremendous amount of gratitude. And, uh, hey, listen, this Chiefs team is so good, man. That's an accomplishment. This is not beating a bunch of chumps in tomato cans. All right, is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about that? 877-99 on Fox, 877-9966369. If you'd like to be part of the radio show, we'll take some phone calls here at 877 877- 99 on Fox. Straight ahead, though. You know, a lot of these coaches and star quarterbacks have radio shows, and most of them, uh, they're pretty much a waste of time. Every once in a while, you get something good. And we had an NFL coach become unglued. A hissy fit on the radio. We've got the audio. We'll give it to you. We'll take your phone calls. Also, cite the bite later this hour. We'll get to it, and we will do it
4: next. Our plan was to do what we do. You know we do. That's what we did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Hey, Smaller here. Did you ever play the over/under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under thirty seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick Six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. The new customers play 5 bucks and get 50 In Pick 6 Credits, that's code MALLER only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours
1: One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited.
9: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
7: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming!
7: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
10: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
7: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
10: The Ben
0: Maller Show is scientifically proven to help make time fly by while working the third shift. We have a track record of almost 20 years of nocturnal service. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support.
3: And now live from the GEICO Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Robin Vegas writes in, he says, All these sensitive sallies out there can go straight to hell. And when you get there, tell Art Bryles I said hello. The Raider Chief story is a big nothing burger. Rob in Vegas says, you know what you do if you're the Chiefs. You run up the score big time in the next meeting. Boom. Done. Uh, that is correct. Uh, that is the solution. You don't make a big deal about it. You play them again. And you have an opportunity to press the pedal to the metal. And I was looking at the... Point spread on that Chiefs Raiders game this week. Six weekend. and a half, huh? Yeah, it's six and a half. Kansas City, a six and a half favorite, six and a half point favorite in Vegas. Your level of concern here, Roberta? Uh,
11: it's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's cool uh, that
3: you see so Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So,
12: uh, I
11: like this. You know, Raiders are being talked about, which is good. You know, it's yeah. been trashed the last i tell you, the,
3: the early money is all on Kansas City. The yeah, early money I, I is all like it, on the Chiefs.
11: I feel like it's either going to be a blowout, the Chiefs are going to come out like gangbusters because they got their doors blown off at home, or it's going to be a close game. So, mm. that's what yeah, I, I, haven't, I
3: haven't looked at it, but I am. I I hate road favorites as a rule. I hate road favorites, but I also hate betting on teams. I, I like betting on the team that lost the first matchup the yeah, second time yeah, they play. Yeah, yeah and Andy Reid after the bye week has this amazing record. Oh, so, yeah. I'll oh, yeah.
11: the to buy. Yeah. There's
3: a lot. of So, like yeah, it becomes a question. It's like, automatic think,
11: after the bye, man. Like, Jeez. if
3: you think the Chiefs are going to win, then you don't, just bet it and hope they cover the spread, right? Because you hope it comes down. You figure they have the chance to run up the score. But you as a Raider fan, of course. Man, if you said before the year you'd go one and one against the Chiefs, you'd split take with the yeah. you take yeah. it. Exactly. So you got the win, and now you take your medicine and <laughs> you call it a day that's just want to see a good game be. Sunday night
11: so. Yeah.
3: All right, let's go to the phones uh and I got to give this woman a golden ticket. I uh, she got lost in the shuffle. Bad job by me. I blame, you know who I blame? Real Talk cuz he kept calling up and he screwed up the whole the No, seriously. Tammy in Montana. Hello,
6: Tammy. Hey, Ben. <laughs> you are totally forgiven. It's it's not a big deal. So, um but speaking of uh Real Talk, um in regards to his question i mean everyone knows he hasn't done that to a woman yet so
3: <laughs> well apparently he's yeah, going to be a father though tammy it's going to be uh, that's what he said his his uh, significant other there is uh, got a, a yeah. biscuit in the basket
10: yeah.
6: need a dna test <laughs> wow sure look sperm, at you tammy i'm not sure his sperm count is is that is that wow. uh, big that he can
3: <laughs> look at, look at anyway. you, Tammy, attacking Real Talk <laughs> viciously. Man.
6: Well, I ha- I do have a haiku for Coop's birthday, so it goes like this. Right. Aussie Momentum with Real Talk make the show suck. Hope your girl does too. Happy reverse cowgirl ending birthday, Coop. We love you. And I also wanted to say... Um, as you know typical malar militia fashion at least for 98 percent of the militia um when somebody has a tragedy happen like justin in cincinnati has they all support um everybody and they show their concern and i think it's amazing so i just wanted to you know tell the militia that they they are wonderful people
3: all right. Well, thank you, Tammy. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Uh, we, we have said this earlier, but for those of you who only listened to last hour, our buddy uh, Justin in Cincinnati has been calling the show for years. He's one of the Cincinnati bros, and uh, he lost a relative this week, a sibling, a uh, sister. So our condolences to Justin in Cincinnati, and you take care of your business there, and uh, he'll be back at some point. But
10: uh,
3: our thoughts go out to Justin in Cincinnati. We'll keep it going here. Let's say hello to, let's see, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's go to Chris, who's in Arkansas, and Chris is next. Hello, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. What's going on?
11: Hey, first of all, I'd like to say uh, every morning I used to listen to the uh, uh, the Fox Sports show with Clay Travis on my way to work. I get up early now, and I love listening to you. I agree with what y'all say for most time. I think y'all keep it true and real. Even though me and you politely disagreed about my Cowboys the other day. Uh, but on the whole Chiefs and Raiders things, I do agree with you. I, I don't think this is going to do anything to the game. I think Reed is going to have Mahomes out ready to rock and roll. And I, I do think they're going to roll over them, but not because of this. I just think, like you said, Mahomes or uh, Reed is, what'd you say, 18 and 3 coming out of the bye week? Yeah. Uh, we've uh i've actually been to a Chiefs Raiders game. I watched Reed dominate them uh with Alex Smith in his last year there. Uh but yeah, it well, is for
3: the- Well, if you've been to a Chiefs Raider game, you've probably seen the Chiefs win if Andy Reed's been the coach. The chances are pretty good <laughs> I, that that's been the yeah, outcome. Yeah, they
11: they yeah. they uh they did win. They did win.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh,
11: it, it was a very it was a very great experience. I'll say that. The, the Raiders fans You know, I was thinking there was going to be a lot more hatred there because the Chiefs and the Raiders, you know, but they were real good, real spirited. We had my little nephew. He was about eight. They all treated him well. So shout out to them. I would love to do it again. Uh, well, look at that!
3: I'm, I'm, I, that's a, a ringing endorsement for the Raider fan base there, and uh, typically you don't hear that. But I, you know, the, the Eagles, I would say the Eagle fan base has more crap uh, that they've earned than the Raider fan base. Is that accurate? I believe I'm I accurate. Would, on I
11: that. would think so. You know, yeah. I, you know, honestly, I'm almost afraid to go to an Eagles game from everything I've been hearing. They're no, 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 no. You're rowdy, fine. You're so
3: fine there. if you go to an Eagles game if you're wearing the right. Jersey. If you're wearing the wrong jersey. I'm going to go and wear my Cowboys jersey. Let's just say that. Oh, that's not a a good (laughs) idea. Unless you've got like an Iron Man suit on, that's not a good idea.
11: (laughs) Probably not. All right. Uh, Well, thank
3: you, Chris. All right. Be uh, be careful on your way to work. There's a Chris driving around. So these coaches and, and star quarterbacks have radio shows in many cities, local radio shows. And I just mentioned Philadelphia. Well, we go to Philadelphia now. We have the audio on this. So, Doug Peterson, every Monday morning, unless the Eagles play a Monday night game, calls in to local sports radio in Philly. Uh, There's a guy named Angelo Cataldi who's done a morning show there for a long time and on uh, WIP. And so, Doug Peterson calls in every Monday morning. And the we're going to play the audio here, but the Eagles lost to the Giants. They botched the game. That was a game they were a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. They didn't play well. Obviously, they lost the game. It was a sloppy performance by Philadelphia, as you would imagine, losing a game like that. Uh, and so the radio station ran a online poll, and I think it was like 72% of those that responded blamed Doug Peterson for the loss, and so th- they brought Doug Peterson on his own radio show And told him that the majority of Eagle fans blamed him for the loss. And Doug Peterson was pissed off.
8: Good morning, Angelo. Thanks for the lead-in. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I, that, that was just that the, was awesome. I know. That really, that, hey, listen, that just puts me in a great mood today. <laughs> Doug, already in a good mood. I yeah. appreciate it. I, I kind of felt you probably wouldn't be in a good mood. You Can did. I hang up now? No, no, please don't, Doug. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my obligation right now. If I, I hang up, I'll feel my obligation. Doug, I fully understand. I'm, p- I'm pissed off, Angelo. All right, what about Doug? I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at myself. I'm pissed off at the way we played. And and it's just it it frustrates me. It frustrates me to no end. And you know, it's it's we have too much pride, and uh, I have too much pride. These players have too much pride. We we work our ass off during the week, and and you know, it's 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 frustrating. It is frustrating. And um, uh, you know, um, blame it on me all you want. Don't I mean? I'll handle it with the players. You can blame it on me. I'm a big guy. I can handle it. That's fine. Um, but this is, we're, we're still, we're self-inflicting ourselves. We are killing ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. All those cliche little, you know, statements is, is, is still showing up. And 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 it's frustrating.
3: No, my favorite part of that, if you listen closely, and I know you're probably driving or doing something else, you're not paying close attention. At the beginning of that, Doug Peterson, the Eagle coach, was ready to hang up. I fulfilled my obligation. I can go now. By the end of it, I'm a big guy. I can take it. (laughs) So two seconds in, do you want me to hang up? I can hang up if you want. By the end of it, oh, I'm a big guy. I can handle it. Oh, my God. Outstanding. Outstanding. Doug Peterson. (laughs) <laughs> That's just great.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: And, then we have some
0: injury news involving uh, some other quarterbacks. We talked about Drew Brees. We talked about Nick Foles. Uh, Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, day-to-day, he suffered an MCL sprain in Sunday's loss to Tampa Bay. Uh, so not as severe as feared. He could play uh, this Sunday. And Cowboys quarterback Andy Dalton practiced. Uh, on Monday, and they say he is on track to start Week 11 against
3: the Minnesota Vikings. That's great. And did you mention Sam Darnold's out again? Is it, is it, we don't even mention the Jets at this point, right? Because of the Jets, and so I, I did not mention out. that. Yeah, he's yeah he's out. So Joe Flacco's going to start for the like that matters. Does it matter? Please they God, start. let
0: my let my poor wife get a win against the Jets.
3: Oh yeah. They, oh how? What's your wife going to do if the Chargers lose to the Jets? I don't want to know. That's a home game for the – not that anyone's going to be there, but it's a home game for the Chargers. They can't – I mean, come on. Joe Flacco? Yeah. Jump ball, Joe? Man. It's win number three. It's right there. You just got to grab it. It's right there. You got to take it. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com. Get a quote and see how much you could save geico.com easy. So, we played the audio of Doug Peterson getting all upset, pissed off there in the beginning of the interview. He's like, oh, "I can hang up. I've met my obligation by the end of it." He's like, "I'm a big I'm a big guy. I can take it." How about Bill Belichick? So the Patriots play the Houston Texans this week and there's a connection because a bunch of old Patriot guys went to the Texans. Now, some of them are gone, like Bill O'Brien has moved on. His legacy, though, is cemented forever with all the trades that he made and the outcomes of those trades not going in the direction of the Houston Texans. But the Patriots will play in Houston. It's a 1 o'clock Eastern kickoff here in Week 11. And one of the other executives, one of the other front office guys that went from New England to Houston, Jack Easterby, now, if you're not familiar with the Patriots or the Texans, you might not know who this guy is. He's kind of like an inspirational Tony Robbins-like guru, uh, like a, a bit of a clergy guy with the Patriots. He was a you know, key figure in Tom Brady's life, and several of the players credited him with helping them out, the mental side of football. So Bill Belichick just waxed poetic. He praised Jack Easterby, uh, said he was very valuable for the Patriots when he was there, and that... This guy could connect with almost anyone. So later on, when asked about Easterby, uh, Belichick uh, asked about him moving up to a personnel role in the front office of the Texans, and Belichick said, "Quote: Jack is not a personnel person. No, <laughs> except except I'm pretty sure he's running some uh, some of the front office." for the Houston Texans right now. Yikes. Uh, Chris in Houston called back. I don't know why. Hello, Chris. What's going on, man? Uh-oh. Did he hang up? Good. Uh, let's go to Credit Card Gordon. Who is next? Hello, Credit Card Gordon.
13: Big Ben. I had the greatest idea I've had in years.
3: Let me guess. You clean, you're clean? you cleaning out your refrigerator while listening to the show? No. All right. Let me guess. Well, you're gonna you're gonna vacuum and dust no. the couch. No.
13: Okay, hey, You've heard of the Gordie Howe Bridge, right? Being built. Uh, no, I've not heard of that. Yeah. Between Windsor and Detroit.
3: Oh, okay. All right. What, what about it? I'll, I'll okay. go go with it. Yeah.
13: So it's scheduled to uh, open in 2024. Okay. How, how about an open air? Remake of the War of eighteen twelve, right in dead center.
3: Well, this is a good idea, Gordon. This is. Did you come up on? Did you come up with this on your own, or did, do you have like a think tank to come up with this?
13: Are you joshing me?
3: <laughs> the bad. No. The bad part is,
0: he sounds like he's sober.
3: No, I, I think am. this is a great idea. What's wrong with this? Can you like recreate the war of 1812 in the middle of the Gordie Howe
13: Bridge? And, and you know what? When they wheel that idiot Mike Tyson out in his chair, uh, Razor Ruddock, and uh, you know stand tall and beat the crap out of him again.
3: Boy, this is terrible? <laughs> now, now, Gordon did open up. A uh, thought in my head. I have a uh, developing thought here. How many highways are named after athletes? I know in Boston, you know, Ted Williams has uh, stuff named after him, the Ted Williams uh you know highway or whatever it's called there. But uh in isn't San Diego something named is it named after Tony Gwynn or does Ted Williams have a, a thing in San Diego named after him too? I'm trying to think highways I haven't, and- I
0: haven't been to San Diego since the Chargers left town.
3: Wow. You know, there's good restaurants and beaches. Not that the, any of these things are open these days, but
11: uh, the San Diego's
3: beautiful. <laughs> I <usually> it, is, <laughs> it is beautiful, but we've got that here. I don't need to drive oh, two God, hours right.
0: to
11: do it. I usually stop in San Diego to put gas before going to TJ. Oh, is that right? Is yeah. that
0: where you get your
3: fireworks? Yeah. yeah. Now, isn't the gas? How much is the gas in in Mexico? I've never bought. Oh, you gas don't use that gas
12: though. Even yeah, R- yeah, re- re- Roberto when you said like I love Mexican food and I love being Mexican, yeah, but I, like, I ain't buying the, like, the gas. <laughs> yeah. So are you talking highways or, or streets? Because I'm
3: like, like, uh, like, like bridges, highways hmm. named after athletes. Didn't like they like I, have? I, a, I, didn't they have a Mark McGuire
0: and then they they re- they took
3: it away in St. In St. Louis? Yeah, sounds right. Like, aren't they going to name something after Kobe Bryant? Wasn't the city of L.A. planning on doing something for Kobe Bryant? I thought they were. Oh, but I do just a street sign that's it oh they're going to name so. a street name- i thought they were naming a street
4: after him
12: weren't yeah, they naming was, yeah. yeah yeah oh that's a big thing well so I, I this you know made me interested and did you know first of all there are 3764 streets named after athletes um and that was that was back in 2010 oh, that's 10 years ago yeah but the most streets you know can you guess which athlete has the most streets named after them um, I don't know. Jackie Robbins, Muhammad Ali,
3: somebody like that. Nope. Uh, That's a good guess, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good uh, guess you want to guess, is. Eddie? Uh, athlete street name. Uh, and
12: well, well no, this, no, no, no. Okay. I, I mean, I was going to give a clue, but it's it's going to kind of uh, don't
3: give it away. Don't give it away. Let's let Eddie play and Roberto play.
12: Let I mean, Eddie it has to
3: play?
0: be some legendary person. i like, I don't know, Jesse Owens or something like that
12: no Um, is it an olympian no see that's why that's why i wanted to give this clue what sport is it we'll use the term athlete very loosely
3: oh Oh, okay what are we what are we looking at here what's what's a sport that's not really a sport that's uh hmm what's is it like a racer or something Yeah. oh in the south yep okay
12: Dale Earnhardt. Yep. Oh, One, I, wow. 101 streets. Are you kidding you me? love that guy, huh? Dale Earnhardt <laughs> has a. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In 23 different states. Do you remember, Eddie, you were here, right?
3: Remember when uh, we were on the air, and uh, that was the first NASCAR race that Fox ever had? Yeah, and yes we so spent. Yo. They spent a lot of money promoting it. We spent a lot of time on Wait, Fox. Wait, what? Sports. Yes, yeah, so that was yes. the first NASCAR broadcast, and they went off the air before. Uh, you know It's bad timing. Yeah. And no, it was nobody's fault because it didn't seem like it was that bad an accident when Dale Earnhardt Sr. passed away there, and that was the first ever. It was the Daytona 500 on Fox, and oh, my God. He, wow. I think he's the last driver to um, – that's the last one that died, right, in NASCAR, I think. Yeah. They've changed a lot because of, you know, unfortunately. The Hans device. Yeah, that's been been a game changer. But it used to be right. Remember in the old days? There used to be drivers that would die. When I was when I was regularly, when I was interning at the Mighty Six Ninety, you know, in the Stone Age, in the Bronze Age, and hacksaw, I interned for Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. He would have me on the high speed sports wire for a bulletin about a driver <laughs> dying, and that was like my gig. I had to run it in. He wanted to because he loved to report the bad news, and he wanted to report. Did that. you really and,
0: run it in, Ben?
3: No, I was fat. I couldn't (laughs) run it in. I waddled. I waddled it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I am told, my guy, the great Bob Fesco, tells me, in Kansas City, George Brett and Len Dawson each have bridges named after them. In Kansas
11: City. And in in, uh, San Diego, it's Ted Williams Parkway.
3: That's right. Ted Williams. But didn't they name something after Tony Gwynn? I thought they named something after Tony Gwynn, too. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I made that up in my head. They should name something after Tony Gwynn if they haven't. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show, Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery, Sight the Bite. See, we turned a terrible call by Gordon into a decent bit. We'll get to Sight the Bite. We'll do it next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4.
5: Every day, sports
0: radio listeners and super fans in the Maller Militia can not only hear this program live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, but also 24-7 on demand via the podcast. Tell your family and friends about this sports talk revolution. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It's risk-free and helps keep the lights on. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: It's time now to... Sight the Bite, bite. where we play random generic sound bites, you know, inane sports and entertainment cliches spoken by so-called experts, and you try to tell us who's doing the talking.
3: All right, here we go. It is time now for Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. By the way, thanks to everyone who has been sending in, in your local city, athletes, with bridges and streets named after them. Uh, it's like when you ask what the price of gas is, or you say the price of gas, and then everyone has to brag about the price of gas being cheaper where they are. But Nick says the Clemente Bridge in Pittsburgh. We got a bunch of these others. Oh, yeah, we don't have I'm time to get to that. Yeah, uh, we don't have time to get to all that, Eddie, because it's sight the bite time and let's play this week's Mystery Soundbite. Listen very closely, see if you can figure it out. Go bat a winning record. Go about a winning record. Go by the winning record. Go by the winning record. All right. Will anyone get this right, Eddie? I am going to... Uh, I don't think he's going to be calling, but I'll still go with caller number five. Yeah, I don't I don't
0: think he'll, he's calling either, but I will also go with caller five.
3: As an homage to uh, our friend Justin in Cincinnati, who's in mourning right now, and Roberto. Yeah, number five. All right. Coop da loop. Caller number five. All right. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Go by the winning record. All right. Will anyone get it right?
4: Let's Go find about about a out here. Go by the winning record.
3: Let's start out with Mark the Walker in Rochester. Mark, you have a chance to win a
11: golden ticket. Uh it's not gonna happen. Uh is that I think it's pretty obvious that's the Raiders uh bus driver.
3: That sounds about right. Is that the Raider bus drive? That's a great guess by Mark (laughs) DeWalker in Rochester.
11: Wait, wait a minute. What about? Is it Dale Earnhardt? No?
3: Oh, wow. How dare you? Mark, that call went about as well as the Buffalo Bills' Hail Mary defense. Dare you? All right, uh, 877-99 on Fox, by the way, if you want to play, 877 996 People keep hanging up. They, they panic. They don't know the answer. Let's go to John in Tacoma. John, I would like to see you get yourself a golden ticket, John.
8: Big Ben Mallory, that sounds like legendary
11: professional soccer
8: player who had the Hershey Highway named after him, Fabian
11: oh. Assman. Oh,
3: boy. <laughs> All right, Sean. He just got sworn in, Eddie. He just got, I don't know how much that made the air. All right, time for our first clue. This was the youngest of nine children and grew up in Chicago's West Side, the West Side of Chicago. Play it again. Go by the winning record. All right, let's try Jared in Kansas City. Jared, you have an opportunity.
11: guess because i don't know uh is it cam
3: newton cam newton great chicago resident back in the day is it unless he wasn't is it cam newton no not cam newton all right let's keep it going who's next we got to pick up the pace here phase in chicago you're calling number four phase is that doc mike's
11: favorite uh, rapper r kelly
3: All right, is that R. Kelly? No, it's not R. R. Kelly. Uh, During his college days, fans gave him the nickname Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. Derek in Iowa. You're next, Derek. Let me
13: see. uh, Is he the famous cutter, slasher, in and out? O.J. Simpson.
3: No, no. Uh, We're not going to have a winner. That was caller five. It's Isaiah Thomas. The Pistons, Isaiah Thomas
6: me from the up, 80s. Rocky
9: Isaiah Thomas was his name. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
7: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears.